Hello there, my name is Danny Yeoman, wild bird expert for Pets Corner and developer of Peter and Paul Bird Foods. Welcome to the next of a number of podcasts detailing some of the amazing birds that we see and feed in our garden. Every week we're looking at a different bird and this week we're looking at the amazing kestrel. You may never actually see a kestrel in your garden, but there's a chance you might see one from it. Kestrels are excellent hunters and have adapted superbly to the urban environment. Most famously hanging on the sides of motorways, watching the ground below for tiny movements of rodents, disturbed by the roar and vibration of the traffic alongside. They're comfortable in towns too, and if you have a church spire or other high vantage point nearby, there's a likelihood that it's a perching post for a kestrel as it examines the world below for opportunities. Parks, docks and railway sidings have all been discovered by the ever-watchful kestrel too. If you do see a kestrel hovering above your garden, watch it closely. For a start, it'll tell you which way the wind is blowing. Kestrels maintain their position by facing the wind and flying into it at exactly the same speed that the air is moving, a feat of remarkable physical precision. They keep their heads rock steady and can spot a beetle at 50 metres and a small rodent or bird at 300 metres. Kestrels are also aided by their ability to see ultraviolet light. Voles, one of the bird's main prey, keep to regular tracks as they forage, which they mark with urine for territorial and courtship reasons. The urine reflects UV light, enabling the kestrel to map out the animal's roots. In the winter, however, when food is scarce, to conserve energy the kestrel will tend to hunt from a suitable vantage point, such as a telephone post or street light. Wheelie bin day is a good day to look out for them, as the movement of rubbish can help get rodents on the move. Kestrel numbers, however, are in decline. Changes in agricultural practice have severely reduced the source of food, and although the bird has adapted very well to an urban environment, it still struggles with the hurly-burly pace. Many birds are killed by traffic, particularly alongside motorways. Yet it's a popular bird, and many people are working hard to protect it. One ingenious scheme involves fixing nest boxes to motorway bridges. Because the bird often tried to nest under bridges, their young often die due to the constant flow, traffic, and through drafts that knock them out of the nest. But boxes on the side of bridges provide a highly viable alternative. Kestrels are small compared to other birds of prey, but larger than most common songbirds. Female kestrels are slightly larger than males, and the sexes have different coloured plumage, which makes it easier to tell them apart. Where males have a reddish-brown coloured wings and grey head and tail, the females have a more subdued brown colour, with many small dark specks. In both sexes, the tail has a black tip with a narrow white rim, and they also have prominent black eye stripes. The skin around the eye, nostrils and feet are bright yellow, whilst the bill and iris are both dark. With juveniles, the plumage will resemble that of an adult female. The wingspan of a kestrel can reach 76 centimetres. Males weigh about 190 grams, whilst the larger females weigh around about 220 grams.
The call of the kestrel is a loud key, 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 and it is said that it resembles that of a bell. It is this that gives them their Latin name, Falco Tenunculus, as Tenunculus is actually the word for little bell in Latin. Kestrels prefer to nest in trees, outbuildings and abandoned nests of other birds, such as crows. They do not build a nest as such, and will not add items like feathers, however they may rearrange any nest material already there. Breeding takes place once a year, between February and May. There is an elaborate courtship first, with special mating calls from both sexes, courtship flights including synchronised flying, and a synchronised dive to their nest sites. During this time the male will also bring the female food gifts. They will usually form a pair bond for life. Food abundance will greatly affect if a pair breed or not each season. The female will lay around four to five eggs, which are then incubated, mostly by the female, for around 26 to 30 days. Once hatched, the young will fledge at around four to five weeks, but still stay dependent on their parents until around seven to eight weeks, when their hunting skills have developed enough to survive. During this time, the male will bring food to the female and young in the nest. The kestrel can live up to 15 years, although the majority of wild kestrels will not make it past two years of age, due to predation, lack of food and road accidents. Around 70% will not make it through their first year. The kestrel's diet consists mainly of small mammals, especially voles and mice, and small birds such as house sparrows. Occasionally they will take amphibians and reptiles. They will also feed on insects, often surviving harsh winter months by feeding on earthworms. They are diurnal hunters, meaning they are active during the daytime. They will spend most of their time perching or resting in their home range, before going out on hunting trips. They are most often seen hovering above fields and roadsides. This is due to their ability to hover in the wind, allowing them to search for prey from above. They usually start at around 60 feet and drop in three steps before swooping down on their prey. When they are hovering, they're not actually looking at their prey, but rather, as we mentioned, on those urine trails left by small mammals such as voles and mice, which is visible, as I said, because of the kestrel's ability to see into the UV spectrum. They will occasionally catch insects on foot such as beetles and grasshoppers. If food is abundant, they often cache or store food for later times. Kestrels do have a home range, which they will hunt within. This will contain the nest site, but will not centre around it. The strong feet and talons are used to catch the prey, which is then dispatched with a nip from the beak. The falcon family all have a feature known as falcon's tooth, or tominal tooth. It is a small notch halfway up their beak on either side and on both the upper and lower parts. It is used to allow the bird to easily kill its prey by slotting between and severing the vertebrae of the animal. They will then use the sharp hooked end of the beak to tear up their food to eat it. 
The Kestrel will produce a pellet every day, a small package of all the parts of their food they cannot digest fully, such as bone and fur or feathers. This removes the indigestible parts of the food, but also cleans the digestive tract of any debris and bacteria. Kestrels are mainly stay-at-home birds, but they may move to areas of better weather during the winter. As I've already mentioned, kestrels have suffered greatly in the UK over the past 40 years. The use of organochlorine pesticides in the 1970s had a huge impact on kestrels, causing a decline in their prey populations, and even the passing of poisons through the food chain. The loss of suitable habitat of their prey due to large-scale agricultural farming also caused a drop in their numbers. Over the last 15 years, the population has remained stable, with around 60,000 breeding pairs in the UK, although this is less than the population used to be before the decline. There are a number of conservation efforts in place, including the creation of habitat for small mammals and leaving crop fields unploughed over winter to allow more space for small rodents, which will help the kestrel and other birds of prey. They can be a help to farmers by reducing the rodent population in unwanted areas. They are listed as an amber status by the RSPB, meaning that their conservation is crucial to keep numbers stable. They are protected by the Wildlife and Countryside Act of 1981, a legislation which protects a number of British birds by law, making an offence to kill, injure or take kestrel, or to take, damage or destroy an active nest of its contents. Whether you live in the town or country, you can help look after kestrels and other garden birds by providing a wildlife-friendly garden that includes water and having the very, very best food available for them. Foods like Peter and Paul. For more information regarding Peter and Paul Wild Bird Foods, please check out the Peter and Paul website at www.peter-and-paul.com or pop into one of their wonderful Pets Corner stores. And the nearest store to you can be found at the Pets Corner website at www.petscorner.co.uk. Well, that's it from me. Hope you've enjoyed this look at kestrels. For further birds, please continue to check out the stream, and I look forward to speaking to you soon.